I'm Kim. I'm Megs. Welcome to the At Woods End podcast. <laughs> We're recording. <laughs> you better be following us on Instagram. <laughs> Why are we here? What have I done? Who am I? <laughs> Who am I? I'm really into that right now. If I don't wake up <laughs> with jet lag, am I really living? Honestly, cheers to us. I don't Is that even a word? Welcome back to the At Wits End podcast. I'm Megs. And I'm Kim, and welcome to season three Ooh, of the show. I can't believe we're here, <laughs> but we are. <laughs> Today we are talking about names, their power, their definitions, the names we say wrong, and our overall thoughts on names and the like. Yeah, when we were talking about our, like, 2023 lineup, we had this, like, brainstorming session a couple weeks ago when we were together, and this topic came up, and we were both like, yes. Yeah. This, it just, like, it combines our love for etymologies, and we actually have such a sweet tie-in because of this trip that we took together where the At Wits End podcast was kind of born, or at least, like, the idea of us doing the podcast was born. Yeah, it comes back to the 2019 Euro trip when we were in Verona, Italy, and long story short, we were hanging out at a train station. We were going to Venice for the day, which ended up being like imprinted in my mind forever because I'll always remember texting my mom, talk soon, off to Venice for the day. <laughs> but we were <laughs> in this train station and we got chatted up or like somebody was chatting us up. I, I don't even know how you say that. By some random guy at the station. And I don't know if I'm just like hyper aware of people randomly talking to me in Europe because it's, it's Europe, but like... Kenneth White Brown Fortune started up <laughs> this conversation with us and with and I know his full name because we he ended up adding us on Facebook after yeah. <laughs> but within 15 minutes we were talking about names and he was like do you know what your name means and he's like my name means handsome which we were both like immediately laughed at because he was just <laughs> hitting on us spoiler alert turns out Kenneth that really does mean handsome yeah. <laughs> and I did fact check that on the train after oh yeah do you remember like side story with that kim he was like oh do you guys have facebook and kim warily is like yeah and i was like after i was like shake my head kim all you say is like yeah what's your name i'll add you later when i'm on wi-fi and then you were like oh Yeah, I made made a rookie mistake because I ended up with him on Facebook and he was like, send me pictures. And he's like, let me know you got home safe. And we were like, no, please stop talking to me. He was nice. He was nice. you know, he was nice, but I was I was getting a bit paranoid. I remember on the way back that he was going to be at the train station waiting for us when we returned from Venice. Um, he was Because not. he was so adamantly, like, he was not. We were fine. He was probably just genuinely a lovely person. But I think he proceeded to tell us after being like, my name means handsome. What does your name mean? He proceeded to tell us how in his culture, naming is, like, this really important thing because a beautiful name means a beautiful life. Ugh. And I think you and I both just like really loved that and like the sentiment behind it so honestly shout out to Kenneth for sponsoring and inspiring this episode because this is really what drove us to put this one together today yeah and like that's such a nice quote I think I'll frame that one
one day somewhere and just be like, ha ha, funny story. See episode 47 of the I Would Send podcast. Ha ha. But okay, so you know what your name means. What does it mean? Yeah, I do. My So Kimberly means from the woods or the meadow of the royal forest, which fun fact from my understanding, it's like the early part of a name that means from the meadow or woods. So Beverly actually translates to mean from the meadow of the beaver, which I think is really <laughs> funny as a name meaning. But yeah, my, my name means I'm from the meadow of the royal forest. I love that. I think that's you are royal. You are the best of the best from the royal forest. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) What about you? Do you know what your name means? Obviously. (laughs) Actually, I remember in like 2005 or six, we had to do a project about like identity. And at the time I had no research skills on the internet. So my findings have been updated since the first time I did it. So if you don't already know, my full name is Magdalena, which means woman from Magdala. And it's a feminine title of Greek origin, meaning woman from there. And St. Mary Magdalene from the Bible was from this city. And at the time I was like, that's so lame. But now update that and take it further. So Magdala originates from the words meaning tower and greatness. So I feel like that's more of a satisfying definition and follows the etymology mm-hmm. well. So, yeah. So, speaking of towers and greatness, do you feel like people live up to the definitions of their names? Or, like, Kenneth's <laughs> story? I'm not sure. I mean, yes and no. Like, I do think from a... This is, like, maybe not so much the meaning, but from a confidence perspective, when you you give someone, like, a beautiful name versus like a not so nice sounding name like I remember one time my mom was like joking and she was like I she was like we were thinking of naming you Morag which is is Gaelic for Sarah but like Morag is like such a old hag witch's name and like I don't know if I would have been able like I don't think that name might have like defeated me like I don't know if I could have lived up more like the great, that the strong conqueror yeah, like, <laughs> Scotland. I just feel like I should have like a, like a snaggle tooth and like a wart on my nose. See, I see, it. I see that my name, name is like you you ride on a battle stallion into war and you have a two-handed axe. Like that's that's how I take it. Oh, that's, but. that's nice. That's nice. You would have you would have lived up to that name much better than me. <laughs> um, but like I think I think that maybe it your name affects things more so from that like self-esteem perspective. But I also think sometimes those people with really random, like you just said, being like, no, this is how I see Morag. Like the seemingly. Also, I'm so sorry if anyone's listening and their name is Morag. Like, <laughs> I <don't- laughs> all the names that I. Actually- she mentioned in this podcast i made sure to be like hopefully as absolutely obscure as possible so as to not names are beautiful and we're just digging around (laughs) well and and to to that point what i was going to say is i also think sometimes people with really random like maybe seemingly unappealing at first like read or listen names have a way of making them sound so cool and like unique when they just like fully embody those names and like own it like Mm. you know you meet someone with a name that you're like that's not common nor would I have ever like chosen that name for like if I was naming someone or something but like it 
they just make it seem so cool and then you're like oh my god wait am i actually obsessed with that name now (laughs) so like anyways i'm not sure if it's so much about living up to the meaning of the name so much as the power of how like a name is interpreted in popular culture if that makes sense like i'm not sure it does but if if we're talking the meaning of a name i do feel like you live up to the definition of yeah. that name. <laughs> Thank you. Well, I think for me, it's like one of those things, like I see it in a little bit of a different direction. It's one of those things that you can't really explain or quantify. But yes, I think you do in my like non-scientific evidence, which is just like astrology and how like all Scorpios, Hala are psychopaths. Then I think that people with the same names oftentimes have similarities in their personalities And I'll take that further, that certain life callings often see similar types of names. Like, I don't know how to talk about it without, again, being offensive towards anybody with a name, but I think different occupations and professions, you know, like, could you imagine a Celeste Venus Karma working as a high-profile criminal defense lawyer? Like, it feels like it doesn't fit. And... Yeah, so it's like mm-hmm. as if that name almost places you in line with a certain type of destiny because people with similar names sometimes have similar person, like something along those right, lines. Or like, like, it's or not like scientific. Gen- Genevieve, the the airline mechanic, yeah, just like doesn't fit. <laughs> exactly right, and so I think names are an incredibly important part of our identity. They carry this deep personal, cultural, cultural, familial, and you know even historical connections. And then they also give us a sense of who we are, the communities we kind of belong to and our place in the world. And so, like, this gets to my grinds my gears point, which is mispronunciations. Like, even misuse of preferred or, like, common names, misgendering, they can all negatively affect and possibly hurt and impact people in this, like, weird, you don't know why you're upset kind of way. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I feel... It's the bare minimum to learn how to properly pronounce and use somebody's name. And, like, it's not a hard thing to do. And even though I feel like my name is so easy, it still annoys me when people add either the extra E to the first, to, like, the spelling of my first name. Or my biggest pet peeve (laughs) is my last name. Because it's Hutchings with a G. And an S. Okay. Yes. And no no matter what. (laughs) People without fail either drop the G and say Hutchins or they add this O-N and they say Hutchinson. And I literally... (laughs) I'm going to call you that. (laughs) Oh, it drives me crazy because I literally don't understand why, but it happens constantly and it has my whole life and just like... It's you're fully just inventing a new last name for me. Anyways, if that bothers me, I can't imagine how annoying it must be for people with more challenging pronunciations. Um, and like, I mean, like you, Miss Magdalena Ofshevsky, <laughs> did you have to deal with that in regards to like your name and your identity? Okay, everybody, buckle up because this is this is. I had so much to say about this, but yeah. Okay, so first off. As I'm sad to get rid, not get rid, but like to assume Tilo's last name. So I took his last name when we got married because for most of my life I was like, Olszewski is a lot and it gets lost in that kerfuffle of like, oh, how do you say this? Like people just have such a difficulty with it. And I was like, I want a four letter last name. I got five letters, but now I'm trying to petition Tilo to add a ski to our last name so that my Polishness still comes through <laughs> for that that community impact. But yeah, I've had so much, like so many of my identity crises over the years goes 
back to this and so if you're not european you have a really hard time saying magdalena the way it's meant to be said it's long but then maggie although it's a good nickname doesn't encompass me completely and i remember when like me and tilo my now husband were working at african lion safari there was another maggie there so they're like one of you needs another name and I said, I'm sometimes called Mags. And so everyone, including Tilo, called me Mags that first summer that we worked there. But that was like reserved for close friends before that. And when I met Tilo's family and all his friends, you know, to this day, they all still call me Mags, except for Zoma, who says Magdalena. And I appreciate that. But it felt super weird in the beginning to be introduced by this more private nickname. And so this story continues because, like, I have my, like, name of names. The one closest to my heart is Maja. And in Polish names, anything can be made cuter. And this is one of the cutest ways my name can be said. And so my husband and family call me that, except for Hugo, who calls me Dada. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of Hugo. (laughs) He literally calls me Dada. I'm like, it's Mama. (laughs) But with Hugo, what does that count as? Like in terms of like, did he say Dada first or did he say Mama first? Because he said Dada, but it's it's reference towards you. So like, who wins? In that, in I don't that know. Like debate, he, he can say both Mama and Papa, but just not towards us. Just like singular events, he'll say either or, and we're like, okay, cool, but not cool. And when we're talking about Hugo, whose name means intellect, mind, and spirit. Other than naming my baby after a drink, which also goes back to the origin story in Verona in 2019, I opted... Uh, See, I love this so much because I feel like I play a role in his naming. Kind of like I'm like Rumpelstiltskin in (laughs) this scenario. That's a bad (laughs) one. Do you know no. the story of Rumpelstiltskin? I, yeah. I, I think yeah, we need to refresh your... Are you going to steal my baby? <laughs> No, I'm just like, it's more the, the role of the name. It's a vague, it's a vague okay. comparison, but just like, let me, let me have it. Okay. I mean, if you really want it, but okay. I'm going to, I'm going to send you Rumpelstiltskin for kids and we'll see how you feel <laughs> after that. Basically, if anybody doesn't know the story, I think I've shared it before. Kim and I were Riverside in Verona and we were going through like a big cocktail book being like, you should try this. No, you should try this. And then we landed on this drink called the Hugo, which is like endemic to northern Italy and South Austria called the Hugo. And we're like, "Mm, that actually sounds good. And then we've been drinking Hugos ever since. And when we were looking at baby names, Hugo came up and I was like that. We got engaged that summer. That's all I was having in Europe. And that that he's been with us since the very beginning. So... Yeah. And with like, so with that, I also opted for something like, I love that definition. I love the story. It was easy to pronounce. I couldn't find any really bad nicknames or like ways to make fun of Hugo. My sister came up with, what if somebody calls him Hugo? Like he's huge. And I was like, okay, well that one, if it gets to that, it gets to that. (laughs) But I will say something that I completely didn't foresee. So for anyone who is hoping to have children to consider this is that different cultures have different ways of pronouncing certain names. H-U-G-O, Hugo in some parts of Europe, including Germany, where my husband's family is from, refer to him as U-G-O, Ugo, which is like, what the fuck? (laughs) So if anyone has watched Luca, the animated film with the little mermen, the gross deep sea fish uncle is Uncle Ugo. And that's 
all I think of when someone says that and I literally see red because I've I've had to like tell my father-in-law <laughs> it's Hugo don't forget the H you know Hugo and like, I know I know how much it drives you crazy when people say Ugo and I think it's like equally funny because a large part of your extended family that's the natural pronunciation so there's just like you have no escaping it and there like I don't think there are many names too that have like quite that kind of like besides when you have like obviously people have accents and that can kind of like alter it but like to completely like change a name like that isn't super common well you don't Um, know that but yeah you don't know that because you've never had to go through this terrible thing that i'm going through (laughs) i'm like it's hugo (laughs) (laughs) yeah you're gonna have to add like a global pronunciation check to your naming to-do list before you have your next child Uh, which yeah we'll get to that i i I have to be very selective and careful with how i introduce names because tilo is just like veto veto and i'm like what about Vito? Vito sounding good. Right about <laughs> <now>. <laughs> okay, so speaking of of names we mispronounce and cringe over, while I was on my obligatory, and yes, it's obligatory. Is that how you say that? Obligatory? I'm saying it sounds so weird. Ob- obligatory? Obligatory. Yeah, I think that's right. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> I hate this. Obligatory. I think you're over pronouncing the o obligatory, obligatory. <laughs> but now there's an e okay so while i was having my okay. mandated megzy mayco procrastination break i found one of those articles 40 names you're pronouncing wrong and i wanted to see where kim lands and so since i've already read and got at this article i'll let you guys know what my first take was but kim I have prepared some names for you. I want you to read them as you would and then i'm going to tell you that you're wrong i think Actually, you're weird. You'd probably, okay. I feel like you'll you'll get them all. Like, it's a show, Kim. Remember, it's a show. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, you know I'm competitive. Okay. But, but you're bad um, at pronunciation sometimes. So I feel if any of these are like French or like of a different language, then I got you. But okay. All right. Let's go. Kay. Number one. <laughs> all right. All right. Number one. Charlize Theron. God, it correct. Is that correct? Yeah. Char yes. Fair N. Fair. Yeah. Okay. Number two, Amanda Seyfried. Haha, got you. Okay. So this I say Amanda Seyfried, which apparently is very wrong. <laughs> so it's Amanda Cy Fred. Cy Fred, okay. Okay. Yeah. That was gonna that would have been my like second guess, but I, I felt confident about Seyfried. Okay. Next one, number three, Martin Scorsese. Uh, I think you got that. Yeah, so it's Martin and then score, say, like, say, see. See, yeah. Say, see. Like, okay. it's not like say, z. Like, there's no, like, hard S sound. Say, see. Say, okay. Yeah, say, yeah. see. Yeah, okay, next. Okay. All right, number four, Steve Buscemi. Okay, so it's Steve Buscemi. Okay. Like, that's like what I, that's what I said. Yeah. Steve Buscemi. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds Bush. wrong. It should be Steve Buscemi. Like, but it's yeah. like shamey. Okay. Yeah. Shamey. Okay. Okay. And last one, number five, Camila Cabello. Okay, you cheated. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah. I did not cheat. That's oh, a wait, wait, the say, Camila say, Cabello one I know. Oh, no. Say her first name again. 
Oh, it's Camilla, isn't it? Camilla no, Cabello. It's Camila. Camille? Camille Okay. No, Camila. Okay, yeah. Cabello, Camilla. yeah. Yeah, Cabello. you don't pronounce yes, the L. That's okay, that was what I that's what I said originally. I just say Camilla okay, Cabello. Also- <laughs> <laughs> the Cabello the, the I know because I've seen her on enough like award shows and stuff that it's they've been like Camila Cabello anyways yeah okay side note is it Rihanna or Rihanna because I hear both all the time and I saw something online recently where apparently she was asked like what's the correct way of saying it and she was like I don't care my name is Robin which I thought was really funny yeah. but like I actually like I say Rihanna I don't say Rihanna no so it's supposed to be Anna I saw that one too Rihanna really Rihanna Rihanna I don't know which I say actually I think I switch it's like scone and scone who the hell says scone you say scone people it's Can a dialect I offer you thing a scone? no it's not that sounds fake yes it is a dialect <laughs> thing in in the UK it depends on where you're from oh, would you like a scone okay <laughs> shut up Okay. Okay. In the same line, then I found an article that talks about places you're saying wrong. So I'll chime in as Maggie tries to make her way through these ones. Okay. Ready when you are. Mm, number one, Budapest. Yes, correct. Yes. Budapest. Yeah. Okay. Um. <laughs> Worcester. Worcester. Oh. Like Worcestershire a, sauce or what's it, that? Yeah, it's Worcest. It's Worcester, Worcester, and it's a place in Massachusetts, I believe. Oh God. Okay. Okay. Next, Next. one. Uh, Leipzig. Yep, Leipzig. Yeah, okay. That's correct. Right. Oh God. It's um, like German is for not okay. if I can't even say this one German city. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. Next one. Leicester. Yes, Leicester is correct. It's spelled everybody um, L E I C E S T E R. So it. Like how would you print? How did you pronounce that? The, did you know? I knew that one was Lester. The what's the Worcester one would have completely thrown me because that one was spelled W O R C E S T E R. Yeah. And then, give me give me your last one. Oh, oh, I feel like there's a trick question in this. Tijuana. Yeah, Tijuana is correct. I think what happens is a lot of the time, especially apparently in Canada, people add an extra a, so they say Tijuana. Oh. But it's Tijuana. Tijuana. Oh, but I pro- people I think I say- tend to say like, t- yeah. I think most people say Tijuana, but it, there is no A. Like Tijuana. it should just be Tijuana. Tijuana. Where is that? But yeah, Mexico. Oh, okay. It's like right. It's right on the border. I think like it's really Tijuana. easy to cross from the states into Tijuana. I only know that because on the OC they go party in Mexico <laughs> one night and they go to t- t- Tijuana, and then Marissa gets into trouble. Anyways, yeah. that's how I know my geography. <laughs> okay so that was uh we'll post those and you guys can try your best and see how how well you do and yeah okay question for you are there any names that you like kim like names you're saving for later not necessarily for kids but if you have any kid names i'd love to hear them but like pets or something yes okay i do have a note in my phone and if you're friends with me like close your ears or stop listening or like just don't steal these you've just been warned um for for human for humans i like i've divided these into three categories for humans i like the name life and mod as names so yeah those i think are really nice like girls names i like the way they look especially blithe when it's like written on paper i think looks really pretty for dogs i like (laughs) millie 
Aww. Edie. Or for boys, Alan or Paul. <laughs> Meet Paul, You're my just dog. Like, Paul. Wait, Paul, my Scottish deer hound. It's just like <laughs> so good. Um and then for for cats, I like Ruth or Cat, but it's short for Catherine. <laughs> but we call her Cat. <laughs> Anyways, those are the names I have it in my in my notes app, and yeah, I've, I have those bookmarked for a while. That's cute. Matt. The only Blythe, why am I thinking like a Blythe on land? What is, what word am I, that's the only thing I'm associating with it, not to put I don't it. care, wait, I'm gonna look up, I'm gonna look up what the name of Blythe is. Blythe, Blythe <laughs> is a feminine given name for an old, from an old English surname, and it means cheerful, joyous, and pleasant. Oh, that's cute. I feel like that that suits you well. Yeah, this is this is yeah. it's a girl's name. Yeah, that I like that. Yeah, my yeah, girls. Yeah, both of them. I don't have boys' names that I particularly like. I just like Blythe and I like Maud because they're quite like old sounding names, but in like a cute like you could bring that back and make it yeah, really trendy. We we're fresh. We're new. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I mm-hmm. feel like when I when we didn't know that Hugo was going to be a boy yet, and we were like looking at we had both names kind of available. Tila was not happy with any of my selections, but like I love the name Margot. My mom's name is Margaret, and I was like, that's mm-hmm. so cute, like a tie-in. Like, Margot is so fresh. Like, Margot's a badass, you know? And then I love- Margot's a great name. Right? Like, it's so- it just feels right. Like, I'm going to have a daughter named Margot. I just know it. And then the other one that I absolutely adore that got vetoed uh, all the way into- we found out, like, the Hugo's sex was was Petra. I love Petra. Petra is, like, strength incarnate, and it comes from, like, Peter, which means, like, rock and solid and strong. And Tila's like, no effing way, because it sounds like the beer that we drink in Corsica, which is Pietra, and he's just not having it. And I'm like, come on. So... Well, you named your first kid after a drink. You might as well name your second one after a drink, too. This is Hugo Petra. No, no, why? Why that's the line? Why that's the line? (laughs) What does that say about us? Yeah. (laughs) But you know what? I just found Hugo has this like (laughs) my kids. Hugo Petra Smirnoff. There's actually Smirnoff in my house right now because it's my sister's like vodka toys, which I'm like, mm, I have PTSD just looking at that. Yeah, like, seriously. Yeah. Is <laughs> my kid Vex? <laughs> Here, this is Miss Empress Jin. <laughs> Bourbon. Actually, oh. Bourbon is a cute name for like Bourbon? a cat. Yeah. That's on my list for yes, cat. Yes, for names. a cat. Yes. I, yeah, I, I do like that a lot. Hugo and I have this, like, it's like a Polish counting book. And it's so funny because I'm the only one who can actually read it properly in Polish. Like, t- So Polish is really easy to read. You just have to sound out each letter. But there's, like, CZs next to each other, right? And so then sometimes I'll hear Tilo trying to read in Polish because phonetically you can do it. You just don't know what you're talking about. And I just, I have to stop myself from dying of laughter because it's like bedtime. They're reading before bed. But in this book, the kid Mikowai has a dog named Tofik, T-O-F-I-K, which I think is so cute. It reminds me of like a, an elevated like Toffee, which I feel like is a really popular dog's name sometimes. And so mm-hmm. love that for, for a dog. And then I, I just actually found a vintage 
like early edition of the book Klondike which is the story of like the last gold rush and I would love to have like a big horse named Klondike because I think that's a boss ass horse name that's a cute it's a good horse name yeah that is a yeah strong Klondike yeah I'm very all my names I need to like imbue that strength like it's got to be a strong name and then eventually I'd like an animal named mozzarella maybe like a gerbil (laughs) (laughs) everything has to be strong and then mozzarella and bourbon my cat (laughs) <laughs> or like even I love oatmeal for a dog. I think that'd be cute as shit. Like this is oats for short. Yeah, that's cute. My friend has a dog named Odie, actually. I don't think it's named after oatmeal, but Odie's a cute name. I think it's spelled O T I E though. O T I E. No, oatmeal's so much better. Tell your friend they're wrong. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. But no, Odie's cute. Yeah, it's like Right now, I'm just sick of our cats because we have three cats right now. And so, like, I can't even, like, even writing this, I was like, I don't want any more animals for the next 20 years because I'm mad at our cats. But eventually, I was like, horses. Haven't been mad at horses in a while. And then at Tilo's parents' farm, they have a lot of cows there right now and a lot of baby cows. And so when when cows are born, we get to, like, not argue about the names, but we get to, like, request names and uh, a baby cow was born when Hugo was at the farm. And we're like, Hugo, what should we name the car? And he said, beep, beep. And so the cow is now named Beepers. Aw. Right? That's really cute. Yeah. So, and they have like a little, because they're in Shakespeare, Ontario. And so they have a little Shakespeare name thing going. So there's Hamlet and Romeo so far. So I was like, that's cute. That's cute AF. I love that. On brand. Yeah, that is really, that is very cute. Okay, does this wrap up the first segment of the show? I think it think does. It does. Okay, are you ready? Yes. On to the fellow map! <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, okay, I'm going to ask you a question about, I'm going to try to get you to say this name without like actually making you say it or without actually like saying it out loud and then having to fix it but okay different types of salads yeah, um, tell me <laughs> wait i have to get just tell oh, me like, like different just start listing yeah, different types of yeah, salad popular salad uh uh caesar salad stop salad. stop caesar salads where do they come from or like what name do you associate it with <laughs> caesar yeah like julius caesar so julius caesar yeah. was an emperor right in between like like just before bc goes to ad like in those last 50 100 years and we've all been saying caesar wrong which really yeah so in classical so there's a transition period between old latin and classical latin that takes place between 144 bc and that's like smack dab in the middle of when caesar lived and in classical latin pronunciation the word caesar is actually pronounced with a hard C or K sound for the letter C, and it's pronounced Kaiser. And the A-E makes that I like sound. Like the bun? Like a Kaiser bun. Yeah, that's what I think of. Yeah, but right? it's funny, because I would never look at that and be like, oh, mm, Caesar bun. Well, okay, so then it goes further. So Caesar was, like, a great leader. That name comes from, like, leading or being in charge of, or, like, that. that's a name that his, like, great-grandfather kind of made up. And so Mm -hmm. Caesar is like, you know, if you made up your own last name, like I'd be like Maggie Strong, you know, or something. Right. (laughs) Overpowering. Maggie Mozzarella. (laughs) Maggie Mozzarella. (laughs) High maintenance. (laughs) (laughs) And 
so the theory is that the original pronunciation of the name like Caesar or Kaiser eventually evolved and was inherited by by and used by other countries like it's just a theory but I I feel like it makes sense and so in modern English they pronounce Caesar the way we're saying it like S-E-E-Z-E-R like Caesar which came to them through the French version that sounds like Cesar and Italians now pronounce it as like Cesare and the the cool connection there is that like Germany has their Kaiser right and in Russian you have like the Tsar like Tsar Nicholas and and right. so that all comes like you wouldn't think that those two words are related, but they are because we're just saying it wrong. So next time you go to a restaurant, order your Kaiser salad and <laughs> <laughs> think about naming <laughs> and how important a good name is because nobody wants to eat a Kaiser salad. That sounds like you're eating a person and that's disgusting. So, yeah, it sounds like just a bread salad. That's what I think of. <laughs> Here's your Kaiser salad. It's just like one bun. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> or like a bunch of like you know like pumpernickel bread ones all like chopped up into chunks with like that dip like the spinach. Dip. Oh yes, like, yeah. Okay, I was like, like, what the hell yeah. are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, when you make no, that bowl like, and those... then you throw it in there, that's my favorite. That is like yeah. Okay, you know when you have like food that's a prep? Kaiser salad. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, that <laughs> does actually track. But like you know how like grazing and charcuterie boards they've like really evolved. I'd, I'd say in the last like five ten years, kind of thing. I feel yeah. like the pumpernickel bread bowl with the chunks of pumpernickel and then you stick the the actual spinach dip in the, the bread bowl. I feel like that is like an OG styling of food that I want to see. Like when did when did they come up with that? What else did they have at that time? Because I feel like I'm very big into like bringing back old food trends i guess or like because i just think that's so mm-hmm. much fun like i found a martha stewart christmas book from like the 80s oh just you wait everyone till next christmas you're gonna be like what such fresh content from Megsy made like how does she come up with this she doesn't she's just smart martha stewart <laughs> did 40 years ago <laughs> and i'm bringing it back <laughs> But yeah, I think that, yeah, I just thought that was so, that's, you know, when this Philomath had kind of popped up and I was like, oh my gosh, we should finally, here we go. It all comes together for full circle. We can bring this episode to fruition. And yeah, we want to know what your names means. Are there any more eggs yeah. listening? We want to hear from you. Yeah, if so, we're so sorry. Um, Yeah, no, I love finding out what people's names mean and I think it's like it's just so interesting um uh and also it's interesting to know if parents actually looked into the meaning of people's names before they named them or if it was just like oh like everyone in my family's named this or like you know like every the firstborn son is always named this you know like people have traditions like that which I also want to know if people have weird like not weird yeah are you named after your great great grandfather who was named after his great great grandfather who then named all of his grandchildren you know what I mean like (laughs) that kind of inheritance of names which I guess we didn't really touch upon because like I didn't even think of it but that's so common to be named you know something something Mm -hmm. the fourth or the third and then you but you know what actually Mm -hmm. I want to say I've never heard of somebody being like someone someone the the fourth it usually ends at the third because that third is like fuck this shit my kid's getting an original name and here we can go can you imagine if it got to like i'm the seventh yeah like, see like 
it, it seems to always break because I think the thing is is like people get attached to like you know the second it's like oh you're naming after the father or the mother I guess if you typically it's men that do that um yeah and then you get and it, yeah interesting <laughs> you get to like the the third and it's like okay well yeah because the that person still generally like knows the original person like it's a grandfather but then when you get to like great grandfather it's like it can be iffy the yeah familial connection is like could potentially be like odds of the great great grandchild having well, that's, met the see, original I feel person like... gets like quite slim yeah, we have, like, a family tradition in our family for middle names, which I don't mind. Like, Hugo's middle name is my dad's name, and he passed away before. Like, he didn't meet Hugo. And then, like, all the women in our family have the middle name Maria after my grandmother, my maternal grandmother. And I think if I had a girl, the middle name would be Maria, too, because I like that. Like, I think it's it's pleasant to kind of mm-hmm. keep that going because it's just a middle name. Like, a middle name is, like, a bonus name in my mind. Yeah, my my brother's middle name is my mom's maiden name. That's cute. What what is he, Ian? Allen. Oh. Ian Hutchinson. Um and and <laughs> Ian is technically my mom my mom's dad's name was John and my mom's name is Janice, which is the feminine version of John, and my brother's name is Ian, which is the Gaelic version of John. Oh, that's cool. So they're oh, all t- I like that. They all have the exact they they all have the exact same meaning. So Janice they're just different. Like, yeah, Janice was thinking Jan- about it. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. So <laughs> before her little morag, mine is just like <laughs> yeah. We're we're glad we we got past morag before I was born. Is your middle name like substantial? Like, or is there's it just no. no. It's Anne, and there's no meaning behind it. <laughs> it just Anne is such a beautiful middle just, name uh, because it completes the name like beautifully i think that's the thing and i think kimberly specifically it like any early name if you have that at the start as your first name and tends to be like a very natural succession to that because some people's first names are kimberly ann you know yeah yeah which Um, i like too like i think that's pretty yeah yeah i think it flows very well it just doesn't have any like i think that the substance behind it is more so just that it sounded good yeah no, for sure. I like it. But I also feel that, like, Kimberly, and same with your name, like, they're not common in our generation. Like, I very, very rarely come across another Kimberly who's our age, and I think I've <laughs> Just, met one other. Yeah, Maggie. in Canada, at least, and for Magdalena, like, if you go to Poland, everyone's Magdalena, right? Like, it's, that's where it gets down to the cultural True. aspect, right? So, like, yeah, here people are like, wow, that's so unique. And in Poland, they're like, oh, Maja. And it's funny because people will just, as soon as they know my name's Magdalena, then, like, our pizza. Okay, funny side story. Last thing before we wrap up this episode. So, Tilo and I, there's a particular Gino's Pizza in Waterloo that we absolutely adore. The lady who owns it is Polish. And when I call and I say my name is Magdalena, then she just bursts out into Polish. And then Tilo was always like, you need to call. We have better pizza when she knows it's for you. And I was like, okay. And then, like, now we've been ordering pizza there for for many years and like we just she just calls me Maja which is just like I have this like intimate but not intimate relationship with our pizza lady and I love it and great pizza it's the one I love that in so the Bridgeport much. Plaza for any of our local friends Bridgeport and Weber it's the Gino's that you have to like walk into and it's the best one highly recommend and with that <laughs> I love that <laughs> that does wrap up and <laughs> season three episode one no not the- <laughs> 
that wraps up season three. See you in 2024. <laughs> <laughs> We're done. <laughs> oh my god, we're going loopy. It's been a long day. Guys. Um if if you are not following us on Instagram, you can find us at Adwits and Podcast. If you're listening on Spotify, make sure to follow us. Um, and if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please leave us a rating and review, and we will love, love you, you forever, forever unconditionally. No. <laughs> uh, and until next time, bye. Bye.